How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Roarcast. Kyle Matrician, Megan Ross, I'm Mike Kowalski. Uh, we've got a big episode. They're all big episodes. Uh, this week we're joined by members of the cross-country team uh, as we start their takeover week. So we hope everybody enjoyed Women's Soccer Week a couple weeks back. Uh, now it's on a cross-country. So women are three-time uh, defending Ivy League champions. Uh, the men have been knocking on the door a little bit. Some Ivy League championships haven't quite got there yet, but hopefully get back on the, the top there soon. So guys, we think we had a good episode, but how have you, how have you all been before we throw it to them? I'll let Ro check in. I feel like uh, we've missed Ro. Yeah, um, to the regular viewers, I had a hop off last week. Um, had some CWBB things that need to be taken care of, and now I'm back for this episode. So I miss soccer. Um, but yeah, I'm currently podcasting from New York City. I know each time I'm in a different spot, bouncing between Philly, New Jersey, and New York City. So I'm back. I'm back and better in the apartment, working from home in my uh, small, small apartment on the Upper West Side, but I'm not complaining. Kyle, how have you been? Been doing all right. I guess I always default to this, but you know, almost done with the recovery process from June. Nice. Almost there. Almost there. A physical therapist told me uh, probably this week and next week, and then I'm done. So there you go. That's all, it's all I can do for my ankle and my wrist. You know? Were you at all inspired by this episode to get out there and maybe get running? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not, not for any of their faults. Like no, no, no yeah, no. they it's gave us a Kyle great thing. Like, no. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna. I've, I've started doing uh, good walks again. I'm on a walking trail right now. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, I, I already am self, in, self inspiration to run a little. I don't know if they inspired yeah. me more because, like, listening to them talk about how much they run is kind of uninspiring. You're yeah, like, fair. oh, I, I, mean, I stink. Yeah. I mean, they definitely did not care about my running acumen whatsoever. We tried to bring it slyly, bring it up a couple times, and they were like, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got a couple smiles. Yeah, you know? he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, their, their, like, training is so ingrained in what they do. I don't even think that they realize that it's, like, so wild to the, yeah. the non-runner. And they were yeah. dropping, like, how many miles they run a week and stuff like that. Very impressive. A little bit of a spoiler though. Like I could not believe that they don't listen to music when they run and train because yeah. like I, I can't I need the music to distract me about how hard like you know when you get into like mile four or five, like that's yeah. kind of like if I'm just like thinking of the words to a song I've heard a million times and I don't focus on like you know how long I've been running and how much further I have to go. So yeah, yeah I, I actually stopped. I stopped running listening to music when I run. Really? Yeah, I yeah. I don't listen to music either when I, I mean, even when I used to run, I don't really think I listen to music. When I walk, when I walk, obviously you can't do this when you run, but when I walk, I like to like talk, I'll call people and talk to people on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, unintentionally, uh, Mike Kowalski called me and then I had just started to walk and I called him back. And then, well, then you, yeah, I called him back and then we, you pretty much talked to me for like a half an hour of my walk. And I feel like talking to you, like talking to somebody and having a conversation is, I guess, especially when we're having like a work conversation, it just yeah. makes like, the, like you forget that you're walking. Yeah, yeah. It goes by fast for sure. Yeah. 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 For me, like podcasts are tough when I'm running because I can't focus in on what the people are saying. So like that's been, 
I've tried, Have you tried listening to this podcast when you run. I don't need to listen to this podcast when I run because I know exactly what's <laughs> but going on. But then you know, but then you know what the people are saying. So then yeah, it's fine. So then I can just tune it out. But yeah, it's kind of like becomes almost like white noise and it's just not like, I mean, I have to like rewind and it just becomes the whole thing. So yeah. Music. Yeah, I don't listen. I, I can't. I notice that I breathe funny when I can't hear myself. <laughs> and then I like I'll take my headphones off and I'm like why am I breathing like that <laughs> I, I do not need headphones I need to address the breathing aspect <laughs> maybe that was the noise we heard during the episode was we were yeah. trying to record all this noise I was, maybe it was Rose breathing just me just me <laughs> it's to the point where like I had to like you know for those that don't know I ran a virtual 15k like three weeks ago and on I had to like program my run by a playlist. Like I had oh, virtual, like the night before, like, and so I just like, you know, I started out with like slow stuff and it slowly built up at the end to some more aggressive stuff at the end. But like, cause you don't want to burn out too. Like you want to set the pace pretty slow and don't want to like fade out. But yeah, I just, I was blown away by that. I'm just quite the opposite. Yeah. I think it's like meditative actually. Yeah. I can see that. But it was a good episode. Good to get to know uh, these members of the cross country team. So without further ado, we're going to take a quick break and we'll throw it back to Jackson's story, Alex Rodman, Allie Hayes, and Owen Bishop, who again, we mentioned on our conversation, you'll see a couple times this week on the takeover. So stick around. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend, Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Welcome back. As we mentioned in our intro, we are joined by four members of the Columbia Cross Country team. Uh, Looking at my screen, we have Jackson Story, Alex Rodman, Owen Bishop, who you'll see Wednesday night on, on our Takeover Trivia episode, and Allie Hayes. So, First of all, you're joined by Mike Kowalski, Kyle Megan Rojas, who will be joining us in a second. Uh, thanks for coming on with us, taking some time. That's where you guys- Are we meant to respond to that? It's a podcast, you're not going to see. It's a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> might even Alex is still that. on mute. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Awesome. All right, Owen. Well, it's two days in a row that I've seen you. I really want to say something about Jeopardy, but Mike Kowalski <laughs> isn't allowing me to. So no spoilers. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I hope this yeah. uh, podcast goes goes better today. Yeah, better better for me. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> no spoilers though. Couldn't do it. I couldn't couldn't do it. Sorry. So we got Jackson Story joining us from Jacksonville, Florida. We got Owen Bishop joining us from California. We've got Alex Rodman joining us from the Outer Banks 
of North Carolina, and we've got Allie Hayes, who's from Long Island, but told us she's out in Boulder, Colorado, to get away from her family. So <laughs> I'm sure that's not the only reason, Allie. We'll let you. We'll let you. Uh, Take the well, floor. No, we can't let that linger. We got to get that. We got to clear the air on that right All now. right. So yeah. let, let Allie start. <laughs> okay, so I simply didn't say to get away from my family. I said I got away from my family. <laughs> That's the end result of coming out to Colorado. But um, yeah, I'm out here for the semester because why not? Like if you're remote, uh, I don't need to sit in my house on Long Island. Um, it's really beautiful out here. Running's great. And I'm out here with a bunch of my teammates. That's fun. I was going to ask you what made you choose like Boulder, Colorado. Is it like a place that you guys all decided on together or like, Honestly, have you been out there before? I mean, I've been out to Colorado. I've never lived in Boulder, but I've lived in Colorado Springs and uh, Denver for a few months. But honestly, the guys team was organizing like a whole upperclassmen <laughs> team move out to Boulder and then only the girls did it. So that's <laughs> what gave me the idea. Yep. That's why Jackson's in Jacksonville and I'm in LA. <laughs> Best laid plans sometimes. <laughs> Alex, you mentioned before too, you're going to be joining them out there. Um, talk about that and how excited you are to be seeing some of your teammates. Yeah, so I'm flying out this Friday to meet three other juniors and stay in a house there. I think Allie and another group of juniors have apartments across from each other. So we'll all be right around the area. Um, I'm super stoked to just see everyone again. It's been what, like seven months, six months, something like that. Um, and also, you know, get out of my house a little bit away from my family will be a little nice. Um, but I've had a great summer here, so I can't really complain too much. <laughs> Real quick, just want to go back to the Long Island thing. Is it on or in Long Island for you? On Long Island. I noticed you said that. I get in this debate all the time with someone who is- Who do you get in this debate with? Terry Conalloy. He's from Long Island. I know. He says- He says in? No, he says on. Okay, that's what I was saying. He gets mad at me all the time for saying in. in Like, are you in? He's like, I'm on it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's because you're in New Jersey. Right. You're not now, I guess. You said you're back in the city, but yeah. Well, the other the other aspect is that are you in line or online? On on the internet, and another is standing in line. Right. That's me. That's where I'm at. It was in line where I grew up in upstate New York. And what about for the rest of you? Online or in line? Let's. This is this is what the people want to hear. Jackson. In line as if like on the internet, you'd say in line. line. No, no, no. In line, like you're waiting in line at the store or online at the store. Mm. Oh, no, I would oh, say oh. in line. Yes, in line. Definitely in line. Does anyone say online? I think I say it's on. A Jer- it's a Jersey thing. I, I flipped, yes. I'm like waiting online. I feel like I flipped. Online. I, would, I think I would say I'm like, I'm online. At, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll no, have to 100%. That out next time. So we have the Long Islanders that say online and then, or on Long Island and then the New Jerseyans, because again, I'm originally from central New York and moved down here. They started saying online. And I was like, what are you talking about? Why do you say it like that? But we digress. Going That's down ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely say online now that I think about it. Yeah, me too. You're in line. You're not on, like on Long Island makes sense. You are on an island. Like, All right, I'm going to reel us in from this right, conversation. Scott. Um. <laughs> Talk about uh, the semester so far, guys. Um, obviously, you guys are all remote. Uh, nobody's on nobody's on campus, but you, you kind of did this in the spring. 
um, well, we did, we, I guess you did do this in the spring when you all went home. So I've, I've asked some of our other groups this, but do you feel like it's comfortable at this point? Like what's, do you feel like it's challenging still? Like, do you feel like it's better or worse than being on campus? It probably has its pros and cons. And I'm going to start with Jackson. I'm going to call him out. Yeah. So honestly, I'm not, I'm not minding it too much right now. You know, it's definitely challenging. Like I think Monday I'm in class from like 8:40 to like seven or eight at night. So like that, that's like my worst day. But then besides that, the other days are pretty chill. Um, you know, like some of the benefits, um, it's just like, I could, I could like in past years, like being on campus, I couldn't really take certain classes. So like now I can take whatever classes I want, like whenever I want. Um, so that's like, that's like a benefit. Um, but I would definitely like to be on campus with like all the guys. So yeah. Owen? Yeah, I think Jackson's last point is the most valid. <laughs> um, I think that's the main, like, thing that I'm missing. It's just, like, the guys and the team and stuff. Um, I think, like, running, like, it's very doable alone. But at the end of the day, like, hour and a half a day or something of running alone starts to get monotonous after a week or two. Um, and now it's been, like, five months. Um, but then, like, school-wise, like, the only pro that I, like, thought of the other day was, like, I don't stay up as late just because I start school and I end school faster because, like, my lunch break is 10 minutes because I walk to the kitchen. Um, like, I don't have to, like, walk to class or, like, head back to my dorm, um, which is a positive. But at the end of the day, like, like, the little things are what I actually liked about college. So not having those is a bummer. What about you, Allie? I know this is your senior year, too, uh, just like it is for Jackson and Owen. So obviously not how you envisioned your senior year first semester to be, but you did get away to Colorado. So that's kind of like a nice thing you did for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's been pretty great out here. Um, definitely nice to have a change of scenery after like sitting in my house all of quarantine. But um, yeah, I actually just got off a zoom call with like a recruit and she was asking us like, what's your favorite thing about Columbia? And my roommate and I were just sitting there like, we talked for like 45 minutes about like post-practice Ferris and going to Jay at five and, you know, like talking in the group chat and like making up little like dinner families for each day of the week. Um, so yeah, definitely missing the little things, but incredibly lucky to be out here in Boulder. It's really beautiful out here. And Alex, I'm sure uh, the beach season is maybe longer this year out on the Outer Banks since you're still out there, but uh, obviously the drawback of not being on campus. Yeah, it's still been really busy here. I'm going to play devil's advocate, actually, and say that I think school is a lot more challenging at home just because there are all these distractions. And as one who is not very self-disciplined, I guess I will say, um, if someone asks me to go for a bike ride, go check the surf, I find a very hard time signing on to class rather than <laughs> doing that. Um, but yeah. I definitely miss the city in general so much. Um, it's so different than where I'm at at home and running with everyone, running in Central Park all the time and working out with everyone, but Boulder soon. So I'll have friends to run with again, which is very exciting. I couldn't help but hear you say, go check the surf. Do you surf? <laughs> Jackson's, <laughs> Jackson's smiling down there. He's much more of a surfer than I am, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll paddle out and mess around. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, uh, you know, what kind of waves are we surfing out in? Uh, <laughs> well, out in rumor Florida? has it he surfed Cat 5s. 
That's yeah, no way. Uh, no. <laughs> There's yeah, simply no way. Surf the cat five and then he did a track workout. Yeah. No. It's famous. I, I don't know. That's that's what the uh on the street is, but you know, yesterday <laughs> was like seven to ten and then today it was five to seven. Um so I'm definitely hitting the beach in the morning and then doing Zoom class in the car. Um so that's been the <laughs> the past couple weeks. <laughs> Have you attempted to do a Zoom class from the surfboard and just uh, oh. <laughs> Hey, you know, if uh, if my phone was waterproof, I'm, I'm sure we could get a setup going. You definitely do salsa soca. What's that? Salsa oh yeah, you could definitely do salsa soca. We're in a salsa soca reggae class together, which a ton of it is like listening to just that music. So you could definitely do that on the board. Oh yeah. <laughs> Owen, can you dive a little deeper into salsa soca reggae class? Yeah, it's one of the global cores, um, like the two global core requirements at Columbia you can take. Salsa Soka is one of them. Um, and I want to say, what are there, like seven of us on the team, Jackson, on the guys yeah. team? Yeah, there's a, we have a good, group going. Yeah, a good chunk of us are in it right now. Um, a lot of them took it last year, like on the team. So they, like a lot of our teammates told us it's a good class to take. Um, and so far, it's been really cool. Um, it's like a good change of pace because I'm a, like math comp sci major. So it's kind of just STEM classes. Um, so having something like salsa soca reggae, it's like break up the day is actually pretty sweet. What have we learned in salsa soca reggae to this point? <laughs> um, it's it's just a ton about like influences and like where like the music really comes from and like breaking it down into like the instrumentals and the vocals and like the dance and the culture and then tracing all of those back to kind of their roots in different like parts of the world and like since the Caribbean is such a mix of like culture and race and stuff. Well, Super hit interesting. Us, hit us with some knowledge right now. Oh, man. Some fun facts. Quick midterm. You didn't know. Yeah, yeah I did not prep for this. <laughs> Jackson, you got to help me out on this one. Um, I don't know. Maracas are important. Maracas <laughs> <laughs> are important. Okay. Switching gears here. Is it weird for you all not to be competing at this point? You'd be a, a few races into your season. And for the women, you know, not you would have had an opportunity to go for three straight Ivy League championships. So four. talk about four. <laughs> wow. We got three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> about three in a row. Um, talk about, thanks for correcting me. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let that one slide. No, you can't slide <laughs> yeah. a slide because no. it's completely no. like, yeah. Um, so how, how strange is the fall been not being able to compete and you know, Ali, especially as you as a senior, not being able to defend it one more time. Uh, how hard has it been? Oh, uh, it's rough. Uh, definitely, like, really wanted for Hep's rings. That would have been pretty cool. Um, but, you know, just keep working and fingers crossed for winter, spring, or possibly winter cross country. I don't know if you guys know, but the NCAA is toying with the notion of doing like a cross country championship in March, which I don't really know how that would work for anyone but the South and like West regions, but we'll see. Maybe we will get another Ivy League championship. Who knows? But um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been weird. Are you still training? Like take us through your training right now, because I know it might be a little different because you're not maybe prepping for a race. So what's like the day to day look like for everyone? Um, yeah or you go Allie yeah so I think we're kind of trying to keep it business as usual uh we'll do like two workouts a week on Tuesday and Friday um usually a bit of intervals and then a tempo which is like threshold work and then 
either we'll do a hard long run or like a normal long run, depending on what day we choose to do it on. So like Saturday would be easy, Sunday would be hard. Um, but yeah, kind of trying to stay in the same rhythm and we're working in some time trials too, uh, to keep people sharp and give a little bit of that like race pressure. Alex, I saw a little smirking as the topic came up. I want to call, I mean, how's the, how's the training going? I don't know. You were talking about how much you were training. I kind of got the impression you were like, eh, it's going. Check the Strava. Check the Strava. I know. I can't even hide anything anymore. Everything's on my watch. Just automatically uploads Strava and everyone knows my heart rate every second of the day. Um, <laughs> but no, um, training's been decent. I will say it hasn't been great. <laughs> we're doing what we can with what we can uh, for sure. I actually really enjoy like a longer training block. I think it makes me much more excited and like hungry to race. It's, while we have the time trials, it's simply not the same as me walking out my front door and jogging a two mile warm up and then sprinting for three miles. But um, yeah, I don't mind. I do every day. Two mile yeah. warm up. Right. <laughs> That's why I look like this. Ali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allie, is the training any different in Colorado? Like, I don't know how high the elevation in Boulder, you know, so I might be off there, but I mean, have you kind of had to, is it different first? Uh, yeah, so Boulder's like 5,500 feet, um, and I've been out in Colorado the past two summers, so I had a really hard time acclimating the first few summers, but this time has been great. Um, it definitely does usually take like a few weeks, though, to get used to the altitude, so I feel like some of the girls who moved out are like easing into it um, and reading their Stravas. What is it? Like, what, is it, it. <laughs> what does it like do to you? Like for somebody that like hasn't been out there and like, you know, tried to do any athletic activity or train, like, do you just kind of feel like you're getting tired easier? It's like hard, obviously like a little hard to breathe or like kind of like, what's the, uh, that experience like when you're trying to like adjust? Uh, it's definitely super hard to breathe. Um, your lungs can just get like really tight. Um, and especially we've been having the wildfires out here too. So the air quality hasn't been the best. Uh, but yeah, generally it's just being overly exhausted from not doing that much work um, and just being kind of miserable on some runs. Yeah. <laughs> but one then more, it clicks and you're fine. One more follow up on that. Does it make it easier when you go to lower elevation? I've never you know, been out to Colorado, but just curious about that. Yeah. I mean, it'll last for, it doesn't last for that long. It'll only last for like a two or three week period when you get back to sea level but um definitely when i got back the last few times i was just running a lot easier like everything just felt a lot better at sea level just like a training regimen that some people try and do they go to colorado for a couple of months to prepare for a race that is not going to be at higher <laughs> elevations so you feel like you can run faster or do more that's what a lot of pros do. Yeah, they'll like live at high elevation, train at high elevation, and then go down to sea level for some really good races. But then they'll go right back up because like you take a couple weeks to get back. At, like after you get out of it, it takes a couple weeks to get back into it. The more you know. Yeah, yeah. wild. Guys, what Owen and Jackson, why don't you walk us through? Is your training similar to Alex and Allie? Or do you guys do something, some things a little bit differently? Yeah, for me, the coaches have, like, I think just kind of had fun with, like, since there's no racing, there's no risk, really. So we're just, like, pushing things up higher than they've ever been, really, which is weird because, like, I'm not racing. Um, but, like, my mileage and my workouts are, like, higher and longer than I've ever done at Columbia. Um, just because, like, with online school, you have the free time, so why not? 
Yeah, and then uh, my training has actually been – I've probably had the best training um, that I've ever had. At least, like, my summer was really solid. Um, the past couple of summers, I had, like, little, like, nagging injuries, so I never really would get above, like, 35 miles. Um, and this summer, I, I've stayed at, like, a solid 45 to 55 miles um, and, and just kind of gone from there. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been really good, honestly. Um, and like getting to stay in Florida a little bit longer, um, you know, like having the heat, uh, it's like the poor man's altitude. So, you know, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be fit come, uh, whenever the next race is. What is the, um, like, I don't know anything about cross country guys. So what is the like culture with competing within teams? You, your times get uploaded. Is it like, are people checking in to seeing how you did on your run? Is it because in basketball, it's kind of like it's competitive, but it's kind of like the bigs definitely can't make the same time as like the, the point guards, for example. Is there like some sort of like understanding with that? Or are you guys just like competing with each other? Like what's yeah. take me through that? I think it's a super di- I mean, you got both ends of the spectrum here because like with Alex and Jackson are the shorter distance. They're more of like the mid D track focus. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Ali's definitely like the longest focus here. Um, so like the workouts are just going to be super different for all of us, even during cross. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I used to watch you guys would do. So when you do group runs in New York city, what is the path that you take in central park? Cause I used to like be in central park and see like you guys run past me. Like, Oh yeah, I don't know them, but I, they, <laughs> they, um, that's the cross country team. Is it the reservoir that you guys go yeah. around? Yeah, so usually we stick to the bridle. Um, so it's just like that gravel path um, and like, we'll head out in like a big group. And then once we get to Central Park, depending on like, um, like since I'm like a middle distance guy, Owen will probably go a di- like slightly different route. Um, Cause he'll probably be going like a little longer on the day. Um, but there's really just like, you just like stay on that gravel the whole time. It just like loops all the way around. Um, and then I also like to hop on, like, if you hop off at uh, Columbus Circle and take a right to the Hudson, then there's, like, a pretty nice path along there um, that some of the guys will, like, go out to Central and then back on the Hudson. Um, so that's, like, the, the typical route for, like, an easy day. Just an easy run. Kyle <laughs> does that every morning. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G. O-N-E-P-T dot com for more information. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area nationally and throughout the globe. 
New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. I think this is a, a unique opportunity for us with, with having you all with us um, because a lot of people probably listening do recre recreationally run for just regular fitness. So what are some just, you know, tips from, from you all that you think could be beneficial to our listeners? Maybe like, you know, something that maybe is outside the box that's worked for you all. I would say just like, if you like if you don't want to like get injured with it you know just like making sure you're getting like a proper warm-up in um and just like maybe starting with like a quarter mile warm-up and then doing like um just like any kind of stretching exercises typically like active stretching you know um if you look up like fenstrels or something um on google i'm sure you could find some like great exercises Mike just wanted to know because he's a big runner now. You know, <laughs> that's why I asked that question. Take the training. I'm a big Nike app guy. I love the guided runs. I think they, there's like some good ones with like good headspace and kind of push you a little bit. Um, so, but I was just, you know, I'm a, I'm a little curious, but I'm sure we have other listeners as well. So Mike. not to brag. I ran my first 15 K two weeks ago. It was not pretty, but I got through it. 10, 30 miles. <laughs> Just oh, nice. uh, <laughs> suck and win that last one. <laughs> Do you guys wish you could run with music? If you could, or no? I've been running with music every day of the summer, you and know. I love it. You have the watch, wow. right, Alex? Oh, yeah, I can, like, change my song. I'm not wearing it right now. He's broke. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been wearing it out this summer. But, yeah, you can, like, change your song on the watch and I've recently invested in AirPods so I'm elite now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, Is that like an NCAA thing? They can't run with headphones but they can't I mean, oh, like race? Compete. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I would love to do that. I would absolutely, absolutely love that. <laughs> oh yes. no. Yeah, that's yeah. like sacrilegious in my eyes. Yeah, I Is don't it? like running with music. Like any any hard day, just no music. Like if I'm just like jogging, like I find it acceptable. Um, Fine. Gotta be in tune with your body. The, is it just the cross country yeah. culture? Is that? Is that? I don't know. For me, like for if it's a hard day, like a majority of the workout is mental, not physical. So if you have music in, like you're not getting that mental work in. So then when it comes to race day, like you're not actually prepared. Um, that's kind of my like thought on it. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same with Owen. Like I might use music for like easy days, but honestly, it's more like. I don't, I don't know, like, the right word, maybe, like, meditative, you know, um, kind of just, like, getting yourself in the right spot, and usually, like, even on, like, the easy days, um, I don't, I, I kind of am just, like, thinking about, like, um, like, the races ahead, rather than just, like, trying to avoid, like, my thoughts, I guess, I don't know. Will you listen to music before the race? Like, do you have, like, at least a pump-up playlist, or is that oh, not? yeah, definitely, yeah, if, like, especially that hour before the race. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people get super nervous and I definitely do. 
And so like having the music then to kind of take your mind off of it definitely helps. So Jackson, I mean, I listen to music too, but Jackson's pre-race routine is psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> he like slaps his legs so hard before he races. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta prep for the pain. Um, <laughs> that's how I think of it. But, oh, yeah, uh, like, yeah, I like to get a couple good slaps in, get the blood flowing. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. We have another kid on the team, Aaron, who then tried to like replicate Jackson's routine by slapping his legs. He like did it with his spikes in his hand. Oh, <laughs> Just man. like slashed his one leg. Right before a race? <laughs> yeah, that was right before one of his races, right, Jackson? Yeah, he like started bleeding and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I, that that's a bit too far did he forget that he had the spikes in his hand or did he just purposely nah, he, yeah, he was laser he focused on the race <laughs> oh my goodness so um have you guys run outside of like your collegiate races have you guys run in any like uh like cool or notable races like marathons like anything like like that much time for that <laughs> <laughs> oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> post post college. I mean, are you? I mean, you're the. They said you're the the big distance runner, Allie. So are you like thinking about it after after college, like getting ready for like to run a marathon? Um, I'll probably try to do like one marathon in my life. I feel like the marathon's always been like everyone says that your body breaks down after 22 miles and I don't want my body to break down <laughs> maybe I'll do like one to say it but I'd be really into half marathons I feel like those would be a good fun distance to race when you guys are mapping out your runs now that you're not at Columbia what is, is there like a how do you do that you go out and you just figure out what mileage it is and then every day you're like all right I'm gonna do that but change it up are you scouting your routes uh, for me I feel like I just have my routes from like high school because I live in the same location mm. so like in this whole area I just like kind of know like how far I'm going but also like I have like GPS on my watch um, but if you are like new to an area like uh, Strava has so Strava is like this like app for like biking and running and that you can like go on there and see like what routes other people are doing um, so that's like really useful as well. I feel like when I try to use the apps, like when they like map you, like map my walk or something like that, that's where I'm at. Not map my walk over here. <laughs> um, it's like you look at the GPS afterward and it's just like all zigzaggy, like going down the street. So I feel like it's like thinks I went further than I did. Uh, are you <laughs> running with your phone then? Yeah. Yeah. The phone GPS does that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just like a weird quirk with it. Because if you look on like Strava again, you can see if people run with their phone or with like a GPS a watch. watch. Oh, yeah, just so based I mean, on like I do have map. the Fitbit. I do have this. this oh, okay. Let's steps I've taken today. Ooh, 619. No. <laughs> <Big> day. <laughs> it's only 2.08 in the afternoon. I have time. <laughs> Kyle. Oh, man. That's amazing. I thought I was at least going to say a thousand. I mean, listen. We've been on Zoom calls the last two Zoom hours. Calls. So, I know. It's fair. just, I've just been sitting in my kitchen. Although when I woke up this morning, I didn't, I guess, you know, I could have gone for a walk. Did you roll to your chair? I did. I did. <laughs> I, I had to. Have. We do want to talk about why we have you guys on here that the women's cross country team, uh, sorry, fellas, has won three straight 
uh, Ivy League cross country championships. And uh, Allie, um, what, what has it been like to, you know, to, to be a part of those? Uh, it's been really incredible. Uh, I definitely did not know coming into my freshman year that the team got dead last at HEPs the year before. Um, I figured that out at camp when everyone was talking about it and how we could not repeat that again. But um, it's been really cool. Like, I feel like the girls team has had a pretty intense fire burning throughout cross country season since I've been on the team as a freshman. And HEPs has always been the big focus for us, um, which is unique. Like a lot of conferences don't take their league meet that seriously, but uh, the Ivy League definitely takes HEPs super seriously. So to be on the team and to have the season kind of building towards that like one race in late October has just been really awesome. And to be able to pull through three years in a row, just make it on as the 12th girl my freshman year. Uh, it's been nice. It's been pretty awesome. Like describe the, the moment, like, cause it's kind of, I don't know, like in cross country, you kind of have to like wait for everybody to cross the line and see like what, place everybody finished in to tally up the points right right yeah so my freshman year I think it was way more clear that we had won um, by the time just like the first couple girls came in but um, these past two years we've definitely been really really scared um, like a few minutes after the race that we messed up and um, I just feel like we've had two years in a row this like same pattern of everyone standing together at the finish line and we're all just like kind of silent but also kind of like oh my god did we mess up is this like not happening again this year and then someone makes the announcement and then everyone just starts like bawling their eyes out and just like hugging each other and it's like really fun for like 15 minutes we're all just like freaking out losing our minds um so that has happened two years in a row that huge reaction it's been so fun for the guys you know not having the team success but you've had individual successes talk about watching that how that motivates you and you know, it's not like you guys are slouches by any stretch either. I mean, you've had some injury problems and stuff going in the last couple of haps and everything. I know that's been kind of an issue. So talk about the team dynamic from, from your, your guys' standpoint. Yeah, I remember freshman year um, for both me and Jackson, the, girl, the girls run at haps before the guys. Um, and the girls won and the guys were racing. And it looks like we were going to win. And it was like, oh, my gosh, like, what a powerhouse. Like, one and one, like. I was like, I'm so happy to be at Columbia. Uh, we got second by like a couple points. It was crazy close. Um, and then sophomore year for us was a tough one. And then this like last year, our top three um, was the like number one top three in the league. Um, and we just lacked the depth. Um, we didn't have the four and the five um, to like finish out and win the points, but we were still like 20 points off of first, um, which is like honestly a very, very close. And like this year, we've talked a lot with the guys team and stuff, and we all really thought we were in a good place um, with bringing back, you know, Tyler and Dav. We have a lot of people who like put in a ton of work over the summer, but no heps. So who knows? But honestly, I like we say this on recruiting calls a lot. I don't see anywhere for the program but up. Um, I think it's in a really positive direction. I could I could speak to like um, like some of the success that we had um, like in track um so like uh the past the past few years that i've been on the team uh we won like multiple um four by eight titles um indoor and outdoors um and and we also went um i think one of the 
probably like my favorite moment at Columbia um, was my sophomore year. And the guys who won the four by eight, it was um, Alex Sauer, uh, Josiah Langstaff, um, Solomon Rice and I. Um, and, you know, we like, we won the four by eight and then we came back and uh, went two, three, four, five um, in like the, the open at HEPS. Um, and that, that was like one of the coolest moments, just getting to be a part of that. Yeah, and I have to say, one, that was one of the coolest moments to watch too. Like everyone on our team was standing out in the pouring rain at Princeton, just like losing our minds watching these guys run the eight. It was so impressive. And also like watching you all catch people down the last stretch was just, oh, it was awesome. Nothing like is more exciting than watching your teammates just crush a race at HEPS. It is. I've been, I've, I mean, I don't work for track and field specifically right now, but I've worked with track and field at some uh, other schools in the past. And like some of the meets, like, especially when it like comes down to the wire, like uh, conference championship meets, it's like, it, it, there's, and typically like conference championship meets, like, cause there's so many people that compete in track and field and you all have like parents and relatives. It's like, there's, there can be like a lot of people there in the crowd. So it definitely gets pretty intense. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Definitely indoor heps, especially, you know, <laughs> so many people are just like jammed inside. Um, and they even like let the uh, like spectators like kind of go onto the track a little bit after the first lap. So then it's like, like only four lanes on this tiny track and, and people are just like hauling down the home stretch. Um, I think like the one at Harvard, um, I guess it was two years ago. Um, one of the guys on the team, Sam Ritz, like won the mile and he just came through and like did this shrug to the crowd and we were all <laughs> right there at the finish line and we were like, everyone was eating it up. Uh, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> How much do you guys like feed off the energy, like running in an atmosphere where there's a bit, where there's a crowd and there's a lot of noise compared to running, I guess, like in cross country where it might be different where, you know, there's lots of, like, miles during the race where there's not a lot of people around besides your other competitors? I think it makes a huge difference. Like, I've never been more fired up than at indoor heps in the middle of my 5K, like, which is crazy because I just feel like indoor track isn't even that fun. Like, I don't enjoy indoor track at all, but indoor heps is its own thing because people get so fired up. It's so loud. It's so rowdy. There's just so much energy and, like, that's the best part about it is just like doing it for your teammates and everyone's losing their mind. And it's just one of the best, like two years, two of the best races of my life. Just so exciting. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with Ali. Like another, besides like the Heps, I think another race that just like goes off um, is Penn Relays. Um, so if you've never been to Penn Relays, like the vibe, like when you're walking in there, it's like packed. Um, and it's like half Jamaican and half like um, like United States because um, there's like this huge rivalry with the sprints. So that's like the crowd um, and everyone's just like going wild for like um, all of the events. And it's kind of like you're like a gladiator, like going into fight, you know, it's just like this arena and you're like, well, this is crazy. And they're on like TV time. So like. They're always like, all right, you got to go, like, get going. And you're just like, whoa, like, this is actually happening right now. And, like, um, yeah, I definitely, like, get energy off of the uh, the sound of the crowd for sure. 
I want to talk a little bit about your coaches a little bit, and maybe you can give us a little bit of insight on how they operate and some good moments you've had with them, with Coach Dan Island and the, the distance coaches, uh, Cole Hester and Mariah Slatter. So what are some good, uh, some good knowledge, uh, some good stories you can share about them and uh, just tell the, the, the people about? Yeah, so um, I'll start with uh, Coach Cole. Um, so he's only been with us for a little bit, um, but, you know, he's, he's really stepped in um, to uh, our previous coach that we had was uh, Coach Brian, um, and he's really just, like, stepped in and, and just become a part of the pro program. Um, and, like, all of our coaches have done such a great job um, of getting everyone to, like, that next level. Um, and at least, like, my experience here has been great. Um, and and they definitely, like, get you ready for a race. Um, if, if you're having, like, a bad day, you know, um, and it's, like, a prelim or something, I know, like, um, Ireland's always, like, gotten me fired up and, like, ready to go into that final the next day. Um, I'll talk about <laughs> Mariah, I guess. Uh, I feel like one of the main reasons I chose Columbia was just because of um, Coach Slaughter. And she's from North Carolina, so it's a little homey at first anyways with her. But um, yeah, uh, she's a friend and a coach. And I'll like, I can text her pictures of my blisters. And she's like, oh, I just lost my appetite, Alex. Thanks for that. Um, and she's also there to be like, you need to get your stuff together. Like, what are you doing right now? And actually, it's almost October. Every October, we, <laughs> we do... Um, this pumpkin eating contest and we have to send each other pictures of like every pumpkin item we eat throughout the whole month oh, um and you can't I you that can't was going in a different direction <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh no um yeah it's not it's not that crazy but i think last year it was like 21 items and we were talking about it the other day and she's she's ready so do you uh do you line up the pumpkin items in preparation for the pumpkin eating contest <laughs> It's not or all at once. Just what you find. No, I know, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand it's not all at once, but are you like doing all right? Well, how many pumpkin things can I eat during the month of October? You get really sick of it really quickly, I will say. <laughs> like, I actually don't really even enjoy pumpkin anymore. I just do it because I have to beat her. <laughs> all right. I've got a couple of fun facts that I want to spit out about in some, in some research that I've dug up about these four. It's not about all four. I found, up, I found some fun facts about two of them. I'm going to start with Alex, since we were just talking about her. Oh, Alex, I have discovered, I'm going to say I knew, I guess, uh, that you were a state title champion in soccer. In yes. Baseball. So what position in soccer did you play? And can you talk about that? Yeah, um, I played like center mid-ish I guess uh, I played soccer all four years of high school and like all growing up um so I was definitely more of like a potential recruit for track like I didn't focus on it I definitely like soccer a lot more I would play soccer we have soccer in the spring here so I would play soccer in the spring and just like hop over to the track for meets every like other week when we didn't have games um so my senior year we made the state final same weekend as the track state finals and I decided soccer since I had already committed the rest of my future to track and field and running as such but yeah that was I've won a few state titles for track but um, 
my soccer one was definitely like one of the most special special days of my high school career. So loved that. What was the score? Who'd you guys beat? Um, the score was like so it was one oh at half and then it starts pouring rain. It's kind of an epic game. One oh at half, we're down, the rain is pouring. Um, it clears up. North Carolina weather is extremely bipolar. Clears up, sunny skies, and we just started pounding. It was like seven to one at the end of the game, I'm pretty sure. Seven one we won. Yeah. And then uh Owen, I've discovered that you are also a British citizen. Oh, we talked Light. about this last night. Uh, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's a difference for the podcast. If you also watch the Jeopardy, you get to hear my say yes. answer. Well, now we have to start it over because Mike ruined it. I didn't ruin it. I'm just, you know, trying to spread it out, just making sure. Owen, discovered that you're a British citizen. Talk about that. I am. Yeah. My dad's from England, and then um, pretty much all my family's over there. Um, so, British citizen, yep. <laughs> Nothing too exciting, sadly. <laughs> Don't have the accents or anything. My dad does. So all my friends like him more than me. Did you have the accent at one point, maybe as a kid or never? Um, not really. I'll like say like certain words different, but I mean, it's not an accent. It's just like, or like I spell some things different, like learnt, not learned. Like it's a gotcha. T, not an ED yeah. in England. Okay. Um, yeah. What part of like England? Super small things. What part of England did your dad grow up? Yeah, so he grew up down the south, but then all my family's up in like Norfolk and Norwich area. Um, he grew up like Devon, um, and then a ton of families up in Scotland, um, like near Oban, um, in a place called Ardfern. Um, so yeah, been over there a lot. I go there almost every year, um, not this year, obviously. Um, we thought about like escaping there, um, and then just living there for the semester <laughs> to change things up, um, but that didn't come to fruition, sadly. A lot of good golf in Scotland. Do you play golf? There is. I don't play golf. No. I, I drive the cart. <laughs> my, my friends went golfing uh, last week, and I just drove the cart. <laughs> yeah, I took photos for them. The standard, you know, not golfing, but trying to be present. Any other fun facts you got for them, Kyle? No, I just had those two. How about if uh, Allie or uh, Jackson have a fun fact about a teammate that they want to unveil on this podcast that might be fun oh no besides jackson slapping his legs before <laughs> jackson's got a state ring for every finger oh i do yeah that's cool what's that yeah so in high school um i was a five-time state champion in track you're currently wearing all five yeah, I wanted to get one for every finger, so that's uh, that was my plan. Um, another fun fact, I don't know fun facts about other people, but I know fun facts about myself. Um, Humble brag. Uh, tell, us, tell, us, tell us some fun uh, facts about yourself. Swear <laughs> um, <laughs> we're a team sport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun fact about me, I'm just going to have to drop this in here, you know. Um, I sell nut butter. Um, oh my gosh. check out jackal's nut butter uh, <laughs> it's great everyone loves it we have an instagram uh, yeah i sell cashew butter uh, alex does. do you think it's good it's actually <laughs> so good i had to stop buying it because i would go through a jar in 
approximately four days, like a whole jar in four days. So I had to cut myself off in cold turkey yet because if I go back, I don't think I'll be able to have the strength to stop again. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have so many questions. It's so good. <laughs> Here comes Ro. <laughs> <laughs> When did you, how? When did that? Who, what, when? Once all of it. So it started with, um, so I went to a, like, what's the, whatever the grocery store, like West Side Market or whatever. Yeah. And the peanut butter was like 10 or like 12 bucks. And I was like, or maybe even like 16. It was like something ridiculous. I was like, I'm not paying for that. And so then, but you know, like, us runners we we love our nut butter um so then i was like all right i'm just gonna start making it so then i started making it and then everyone in the suite started liking it and so then i was like wow like we might have something here and so then i started just like selling it to people on the team and it's just kind of like branched out and this all started like right before covid um so it was like it was in the works and like i was just starting to figure everything out but you know now i'm trying to get it going in florida a bit but it's harder when like um you don't see people you know so so when you say nut butter yeah like peanut butter cashew almond like all that or is yeah so we mainly do cashew butter but i've toyed with the idea of like almond and peanut and i've made both for like people um but yeah mainly i've also thought about like pistachio butter um but we'll see wow okay it's legit it's like actually legit guys this is some like some creepy like back back room (laughs) manufacturing really good (laughs) yeah i don't know i guess my fun fact that would like pertain to columbia and running is that like three of my siblings, 10, 11, and 12 years older than me, were also on the Columbia track and cross country teams together. Oh, so I like nice. miss that wave of like a team within a team thing, but. Blame your parents. Yeah, <laughs> poor timing. That's really cool actually. Do they come yeah. back for everything? Uh, yeah, they come to like all the HAPS races. Um, a co- my brothers flew out to regionals last year. My other brother has flown out to nationals twice they're super invested in my running career a bit more than i think they were in their own they're living through you no they didn't go to buffalo i was gonna say that's a tough regional yeah they were like we don't want to come and i was like i don't want you to come yeah well jackson owen carl i do have one more (laughs) do you guys have you or do you ever plan on using your strava app to write something <laughs> in the gps have, I, I no have one's ever done that. that yeah i've done that you have yeah, yeah. what did it say oh <laughs> it said <laughs> i love you <laughs> oh, did you actually yeah yeah that's actually it was so back cute. like at the beginning of quarantine once like the team got all split up um, oh and then you sent it to the team yeah cheer up you know the people who were we're no longer around. I'm so happy someone did. I was a little nervous. Everyone was looking at me like, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? No, we're so Ro, what have you written? I haven't, but I want to. Oh, okay. like a lot of effort. I don't know. It says. 
Nice. It's around my house. That's great. Wow. All right. I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. You can look it up online. There's like a ton of like actually legit people who do it. Just look great. up Strava right. art. They do like crazy, massive like stuff. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. Great segment. Right. Well, if it's, in, if it's an Instagram, I have to follow that and Jackson's nut butter. <laughs> Jackson, you could you could sponsor uh, Megan's segment. It's called uh, I Just Thought of Something. We do it every week. So <laughs> awesome. maybe we can work that out. Yeah. <laughs> when you listen back to the podcast, you'll hear the air horns and everything. <laughs> Well, that being said, we're really going to wrap it up this time. I want to thank uh, Jackson, Alex, Owen, and Allie for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Wishing you guys good luck this semester, and hopefully we'll get to see you back on campus soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that'll do it for this week's episode of The Roarcast. You can catch us on all the major podcast platforms on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, uh, basically wherever you, you consume uh, your podcast we're on amazon podcast too that's a new thing i got an email last week i just i didn't know plugged that. in the rss feed it's so easy so uh and you can also catch us all the previous episodes on gocolumbialions.com slash podcast so for kyle and megan i'm mike walski we'll talk to you again soon